Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio uh, as we await uh, the decision from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I know LeVar, LeVar has been saying it's it's going to be today. He has been Gonna adamant be uh, about it being today. Uh, so we wait to see if LeVar is, in fact, correct. And if he's not, then we get to uh, bust his balls tomorrow about it. Um, you know, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't make the decision. I don't even know if he's scheduled to uh, appear on the Pat McAfee show, but I just assumed it was every Tuesday. Mm. So Yeah, you made that assumption now for the past couple of weeks. And, uh, me or LeVar? Not been the case. No, uh, you. Me or LeVar. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't recall I, sitting there saying that. Yeah, I just was yeah, like, at all. Yeah, yeah, just, that, that's what Jonas does. For those of you that are just now waking up on the West Coast, have not been listening for the first uh, couple of hours, Jonas likes to take uh, some of his takes and just put them on other people once he realizes maybe that wasn't such a good idea. Mm. And what's wrong with that? Uh, it's dishonest, I would say. Yeah. I mean, We're going to have to suspend you for a year, it's, bro. It's sports radio. Like, I mean, what, what, do you, what do you think? We're, what are we supposed to do here? I mean, did you see? Uh, so we're supposed to lie the whole time? Why not? Oh, my God. I mean, come on. Like, uh, this is, you don't want to protect the integrity of what we do on our show? Well, listen, I'm not placing bets on our show. Uh, you yeah, know, you, the show. I mean, not only do you not place bets, but then live bet Jesus takes over your body and, and you make real, hey. like, live bets. By the way, did you see Live Bet Jesus uh, tweeting at Calvin Ridley yesterday? Uh, like, like tweeted like a, uh, like, I'm I'm almost like I'm proud of you that you're gambling on NFL games. Did you see that? That's crazy. Who did? Live Bet Jesus was, like, tweeting at Calvin Ridley, like, a, I'm proud of you for gambling on, a, on you know, NFL games. Yeah. I, I think it's a little, you know, it's a bit much. I, I don't think he needs, he needed to go there, but, you know, he's feeling, uh, feeling frisky because he's won, like, two or three in a row. So, there's that uh now uh, when it comes to the uh the calvin ridley story obviously being suspended for the entire uh, upcoming season uh because uh you know he was gambling on games uh, last year with the uh, atlanta falcons and um the report is that uh he bet parlays three game five game eight game parlays now he has gone to social media and gone to twitter and defended himself said i only bet fifteen hundred dollars i don't have a gambling problem uh if you were his agent or somebody close to him would you have advised him to take to twitter uh, the way he Can did I first tell you let me first start by let's start here anytime somebody uses a form of justification and in that justification they say that does not mean i have a problem that means they have a problem well let's just start there 
All right. That's just yeah, the, the first step is admitting you've got a problem, right? Yeah, like you got to start there. Yeah. The first issue that most people have is denial when they've got an addiction or an issue. They just keep denying until they realize, oh, wait, no, I do have a problem. Like, you know, this is just one instance of that. I don't know that he does have a gambling problem, but I'm venturing to say this. If you're doing a three, a five, and an eight-team parlay, okay, um, you're not an amateur at betting, all right? Like, most people who've never bet before are like, oh, I want to bet for my team to win. Like, they don't even know how to look at a spread or what an over-under means. So, again, I don't think this is his first time uh, involving himself in the gambling world. It's just the first time he got caught. Let's just put it that way. It's also the first time maybe he was introduced to parlay betting because it seems easy. Like, if you feel good about one game, you're like, God, I also feel good about those two other games. And it almost never pays out. It's so hard to hit a parlay, which is why they pay out so much. And so... Like he may have gone in there and been like, all right, so I'm going to try a three-team parlay. It's like, oh, God, I couldn't hit that. Or I actually wonder what order he did it in. Do you think he did the eight game first and then you was like, what? all right, let me dial it down a little bit and then went to five and three? You know where my mind goes? I don't. I'm tell you. It goes down the lane of they felt they had to report him because of how many times he had been doing it. That's where my mind is. Because I, I look at it like this. If it's if it's like a one time thing, it's like oh oh wow oh he did it oh we're reporting it like no nah, they're not doing that that's that's not good for business for them to just jump out there you know, like if you really think about it why would you report that you know why you report that because you don't want that s to come back and blow back on you that's right. why you did it so at the end of the day there he must have gotten so bold and just so frequent with doing it that they were like we got to report this like we don't we don't want to rub the nfl the wrong way we don't want to be at at, you know we don't want to be in this i think it's reversed yeah i think it's the other way tell me tell me go ahead jones well i i think that gambling was going to be fine it's going to be fine without the nfl they don't need the nfl the nfl is the one gambling's been around for years and years the nfl is the one that finally formally welcomed gambling into their world because they realized oh we could make a ton of money partnering up with these different gambling companies i think it's the nfl's job to let the gambling world know hey we're doing this on the up and up and we don't have players behind the scenes that are giving out yeah but you have to get to the point of where the nfl does that they had to to know they had to be aware of it first so why why would they report it i i think the nfl owes the gambling world i I don't think it's the other way around i think they owe it to them to let them know what's on the up and up yeah Yeah. let me put it this way i think it has to work both ways so the nfl has to prove its integrity not so much to anyone other than the fan bases out there because that's the customer Mm -hmm. for the books Mm -hmm. that's the customer for the casinos the casinos on the other hand they have to make sure that when they have an instance like this they put up that wall right away. And they're like, we're not allowing this to happen because we can't allow our consumers or our customers to think that this thing is rigged. So not only does the league have that same issue, so does the book. And so the the book could never put themselves in a position where they have a player betting and they're taking that bet and then they're being complicit to all of it. So they've got to put up that wall right away as well because ultimately your biggest fear, whether you're the NFL or you are the casino or any book out there, is feeling like you know your, your customer 
feels like this thing is someone's on the take and that this thing is fixed and that they don't want to bet the NFL anymore. They don't want to bet with this book anymore. That's the it's all about optics. It's all about, you know, how it looks to their customers because they know those customers will keep coming back but not if they feel like there's some shady business going on. So I think from that standpoint, the Hard Rock had to report it immediately. I mean, hell, they've got the naming rights to the stadium in South Florida. I mean, I, think about that, I'm just, like how bad that looks. Here's in my mind, I'm trying to figure out, for all the people that do gambling and sportsbook betting, how do you, how do you catch it? How do you catch it? Well, He's had to case, have done it enough. He's had to have done it enough times where that name popped up and it's like, well, he, this he is maybe, Calvin Ridley. Right. He maybe did it enough times with a bookie or someone more in the underground that's not going to make it as publicized, right? Guys who aren't a part or affiliated with the NFL, but he might, and maybe he did it through someone else, for example. But this time he had some off time. He happened to do it himself. I believe he did it online. If yeah, I'm not on, mistaken. That's what I'm saying. If you're yeah, doing on it phone. online, you still got to be like – People aren't sitting there like, all right, this name, they bet this. This name, they bet this. This name, they bet this. They're not doing that. They're, you're not There's, doing that. You're not monitoring it that closely. No, so, no, they're, they're monitoring it more than you think. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're monitoring the bets that are taking place. but but No, no, no. I'm you, saying the people who are naming them. So if one person, if you placed a bet today in a sports book, they're identifying the fact that Brady Quinn placed yes, a bet yes, today. Yes, 100%. Oh, well, well, think then, about uh, think about it. This Lavar, oh, you have to understand this. That's crazy. You have to understand this. I've got a that. buddy who is a card counter. All right. Yep. He's a card counter, and he can't step into certain casinos in Vegas, right? Yeah. Because he's, he's because he counted enough times for them to catch him. Sure, but you know where else he can't count? Can't count in South Florida. So they they trust me. They track it more than you realize, more than you think. I, no, I, I so understand. He'll come, he'll, come play, he'll come and play a poker tournament down here, and, it, and they're completely separate, right? Like, this casino has nothing to do with the casinos out west. There, there's different ownership, all of that, names, everything. He'll come play a poker tournament, but once he's done with the poker tournament, he is not welcome to play in those casinos, any uh, 21, anything. Anything else that they bring in there, any car games, table games, none of that. He's not allowed. He's, he's got to walk off the premises. <laughs> so think about that. And he's not, that. he's not a star. He's not a celebrity. Right. He's not a celebrity. It's but just he's because, done it enough time for them to collect the information to know to get him. Right. But, you're t- but again, you're talking about a completely separate book casino company, like a completely separate deal. And yet you're saying a one down here already knows. And, th- and they know that because they share that sort of information. There's watch lists for all this stuff. Trust me, there's much more going on behind the scenes than you realize. It's Jeez. also, it's not even, you don't even have to really be doing anything quote unquote illegal what, or, or underhanded. What, yeah, Card County is not illegal. It, yeah, it, what type so, of resources so, are you dedicating Dana, right. to watch a name by name betting basis? Okay, a cu- couple of examples. Dana White, he's not allowed to gamble at certain casinos in Vegas because of how much money he's won playing blackjack. Again, that they comes back to established okay, pattern but but another guy here at fox sports radio steve fezzik he was part of straight out of vegas good dude one of the best nfl bettors in the history of nfl betting he's not allowed at certain casinos in vegas to place bets because of how successful he's been and they're doing it legally so if calvin ridley that's still a correlation okay, like if, if your buddy did that one time are they are they like nope can't do it 
You you won way too many bets on this one if, time. If he was an employee that may have had insider information, yeah, it they has would flag to be, him right how away. Do, how do you know that he had that insider information? They're not taking any chances. Like you, like with something. Listen like to what this, we're saying. Listen to what we're saying. We're saying that for all the bets that are are taking place, they know every single person that is. They're monitoring every single person that places a bet. Every they know exactly who every single person is. LeVar, that's placing yes. a bet. dude. Do you that's understand? Wild as hell. Think that's about this. Wild they gotta to me. know, man. It, for one that's event, wild. Lavar. For one event, the Super Bowl, there was roughly eight billion in bets placed. Eight billion for one event. All right, and you can't start betting on that one event until two weeks prior, because we don't know who's playing in the Super Bowl. Until then. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So think about that. You have a two-week... Hold on. Hold on. Go go ahead. You have a two-week build-up, and there's $8 that is placed in that. And and I'm telling you that because there's so much money in this that I, I think you have to understand it's a lot more sophisticated as far as the way they go about tracking this stuff, the way they go about handling things behind the scenes, especially for those operations that exist online because they have to out of liability, it's much more detailed than, than you realize, whether it's the, the bigger books and casinos or the ones that are online. Well, here it is. Once in the system, his bets were flagged by a program contracted by the NFL called Genius Sports. Yep which handles many of the logistics behind the league's venture into legalized gambling. Genius specifically specializes in protecting the integrity of games where betting is widespread. Good. Well, so there you go. And, and good for so the NFL. Have, yeah, so and, there you go. And good for the NFL because – So that might have been his one and only bet, but they flagged him. The minute he went in there and well, created look, whatever he created, he, he, they you know what he messed up, He could have made a cash bet somewhere else that, at some this, point in his life. That makes him – I said he was dumb earlier in the show. He is a moron. Yes. <laughs> well, 100%. He is, he is on moron status for doing can, what he's done. Can I tell you the excuse that I would have made? Can I tell you how you could have gotten out of all this? Give that. it to me. So She you made know, me do it. No. Well, oh, oh. Okay, maybe. I mean, oh. It falls in this category. Oh, you know. So sometimes you know, guys have multiple phones. That's very common, in particular in the NFL. Why? I, I, well, I okay, first off, no. Oh. Don't get to that point. Oh. Here's why. Sometimes you'll have a deal with a company that, for marketing purposes, they will give you a free phone. You'll post about it. You know, you'll have a free phone. And it might not be an iPhone. It might be a, a Samsung phone, whatever else is out there, right? It might be another phone contrary to what you want to use. Mm -hmm. So you have your own personal phone that might be an iPhone. You might have another Samsung phone or something like that, right? And you've got multiple phones. And what I would have used as an excuse is I would have said, oh, I left that phone back behind. I believe he made the bet or placed the wager in the state of Florida. And they can track it because of geofencing. Right. Geofencing is where they're tracking your location on your phone to see where the wager is placed because it has to be placed in a, a state place. that That's allows legal. it. Right. Yeah, that allows sports betting in that state. I would have said, oh, that wasn't me. I left my phone there. Someone must have made a bet on my phone yeah. on my account. <laughs> I would have used that, that excuse and seen where it would have gone. they still going to get you. Well, the problem is they're definitely going to get you when you tweet about it after <laughs> that the fact. Gun, when you admit to it this, after the fact. This gun was registered to me. I happened to forget it in my, my yeah, hotel room. It, that, that body that's connected to yeah, it, I didn't have anything I, to do I, with I would have said someone else got my phone. They placed the bet in my name. 
and and I, I had completely washed my hands of this. Here's my plane ticket. This is when I left. Ta- I wasn't yeah. even. I wasn't even. Your there. alibis. I wasn't even there. Now, if yeah. you and, can and, prove and, that your phone was pinging somewhere and, and else, but you know, I'm just saying, if you can prove that, maybe not defend yourself on Twitter and then uh, use an yeah. LOL after you complain about well, the length of the suspension. And then after you said like, what every junkie says, yeah. like uh, just it because was, it was only just because one, two drinks, what. Now I'm I'm an alcoholic. Oh, like, come it's, on, man. That's uh, you. You gave the the key word, the key line, the key phrase. Of everybody who has a problem. It's so funny. I uh, don't have a problem. Is the key phrase uh, to all you out there my, that may not. My favorite that. is all the people that go. Well, the NFL's being hypocrites because they have a relationship with gambling companies now, but a player can't uh, throw a couple bets down. Yeah, they also have uh, sponsorships with uh, oh, beer companies. Yeah. Does that mean a guy can shotgun a beer every time he scores a touchdown? Like, what are we talking about here? No, you can't gamble on nfl games that's the rules all right two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio uh, brought to you by discover if you're a valued customer you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply you are a class does it hurt to pull leeches off <laughs> have you ever had a leech on you oh man uh all right uh, random uh coming up next now uh, apparently there is a, uh, a potential trade uh, in the NFL. Uh, we will get to that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It was a mate. It was a mate. Hey, Calvin. Hey, Calvin. It was a mate. It wasn't me. Oh, man. It wasn't me. Hey, Calvin, wasn't me. Hey, Calvin, wasn't me. Just saying. I I think it's a a fair excuse or or way of he could have tried to get out of it. I was in a different state. And somebody else used my phone. I was in another state with my phone. But I had more than one phone. My phone was there in the place. But I wasn't there in the place. They said they caught me on the phone. It wasn't me. They said it was my number. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Good God. They even what? cut me on camera. <laughs> what? What was, it what wasn't was, me. How many mochas do you have today, man? Two. All right. Two and a half. You going to have another one? Maybe. <laughs> I am feeling kind of jacked up and pumped up today. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. I'm, I'm, I'm low injury. I'm low energy every other no, day. I'm just saying, like, uh, very uh, fired up about this gambling topic. I think I'm I think, really not. I think you, I just uh, thought it was a funny song to go with with Calvin Ridley. See, I think uh, I think you've started and to Brady's uh, and Brady's theory of how to get out of it. I think you're starting to. Uh, be very fond of the gambling element of it's, sports. It's, you know, with you two, it's very pronounced in this show for certain. <laughs> what do you mean? I have no choice. I mean, what's but that to, supposed to be? I have no choice but to partake in trying to understand this this gambling world more than than what I have. I mean, I'm really not a part of it that way, and so it's listening wonderful. to you guys. I mean, you guys are very passionate about it's it. It's a wonderful world. I'm telling you. I get it. My first email address, the only reason I had it is because I had to have an email to open up a gambling account. Oh, there you go. Hey, man. Gosh. How about it? What a wonderful world. How about Look, it? Man. You, you know, really are a degenerate gambler. Yes. Like, that's, that's 100%. like, yes, that's I, like yes, truth. I yes, I am. Oh, okay. I will bet hey, on, I will bet how, on how, WrestleMania. Hey, how'd you do in the Super Bowl in Miami? 
Did you ever tell LeVar how bad you did that one year? Oh, uh, that was uh, the Super Bowl at MetLife. Uh, the uh, Broncos, oh, that was, Seahawks. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, All right, Seahawks. so I swear to God on this. Okay. I was 1-17 in 17 in my bets. Wow. Yeah. It's it, hard to do. It that is, is. Because I was convinced Denver was going to win that game. I was convinced. And I just kept live betting and live betting and live, like there's no way there's no way and then i finally realized when percy harvin returned that opening wasn't uh, touchdown in the second half i realized it wasn't gonna happen yeah that'll that'll do it and the mm. only i think the only bet i won was i live bet uh there was the third quarter because did wes welker catch a touchdown for denver i i forget who it was but i just remember denver ended up scoring and i might have bet on that drive and i ended up going one and 17 mm. that's called degenerate gambling could you imagine being wes welker who played with two of the greatest quarterbacks oh, to ever play the game and how many super bowls did he play in three or four uh three but because he played in what two in New England, then one in in Denver. Yes, and he never won. One. Never, and was that on, sucks. And he was on the 49ers coaching staff when they lost to the Chiefs a couple years ago. Man, that's right. That sucks. Yeah. Well, it's like Don. Yeah. Remember Don Beebe lost all those Super Bowls with the Bills, but I then mean, he ended all up winning those in Green Bay. Lost but, Super Bowls, but then Don Beebe went to Green Bay and he won it in '95 with uh, Brett Favre. Did any of them? Outside of Don Beebe win a Super Bowl? I don't think so. Cornelius Bennett, he might have come close, right? And and Indy, did he win one? Uh, when Indy won it? I don't think I know he was Bruce around Smith then. didn't get one. Yeah. Daryl Talley didn't get one. Thurman um, Thomas. Thurman. Andre Jim Risen. Kelly. I don't think Jim he did. Andre Risen. Andre Risen wasn't there. Well, Andre Reed. Uh, Andre uh, Reed. Andre Reed. Andre Reed. Yeah, yeah. Andre Reed. Andre Risen won in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dre I was Reed. thinking of. I was thinking of Reed. Yeah, yeah. Dre Reed didn't get one either. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. He was my teammate in Washington. He came. Him and uh, Bruce came to Washington after they left there. Bruce Smith, man, that'd be pretty dope. I called him the live. black I mean, rubber I, band. I mean, I had Willie. Like Willie McGinnis was uh, was a as good of a dude as you could ask for for a young guy to walk in the locker room and have him there. But I can uh, only Bruce. imagine Bruce Smith. Bruce hated me at first. He's like, "Get out of my way, dude!" Like. I remember every once in a while, I'd be rushing the corner. I'd be rushing as a rookie. I, I'd be going, and he'd be like, "Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, move, get out of the way." What, what is he? One of the girls from Clueless? This is just or? how, like, Bruce. When Bruce is talking to you, this is how Bruce talks. <laughs> I remember. I, I did I ever tell y'all the story about training camp with Marty? Oh, here we go. Right, so. So we're at training camp, and there's Marty Ball training camp. And we got literally, like, old heads, like Daryl Green, Mark Carrier, Marco Coleman, Bruce Smith. Like, we got old heads on our team. And we're practicing, and Marty is, like, fixing Daryl Green's He's like fixing Daryl. He's coaching Daryl Green up on his cover technique. Like, like no, you can't align this way. Like, you you got like you have to do it this way, right? Daryl Green is looking at it like, bro, like if you don't get out of my face right now, right? <laughs> and there was one practice where we did we did uh, Oklahoma drills or, or like the drill where you got the two offensive linemen, you got the two defensive linemen, you got a linebacker or a safety standing behind, you got a ball carrier, right? And I remember Bruce is like, what is this? What is this that we are doing? Like, we're not going to – are you kidding me? We're not going to do this. And we get into the joint and the dude breaks his leg. 
And Marty's like, everybody, let's pray. And <laughs> we take our knees to pray. You hear this voice, pray. Pray for what? <laughs> pray for some of this madness going on around here. <laughs> <laughs> It had to have been the funniest. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't that funny to everybody. Uh, but well, it had to have been the funniest thing here. Bruce Smith say, pray. It's, pray for what? Like, like, pray for some of this madness going on around here. Like You, you make him seem like he's uh, like a valley girl. He's very proper. Bruce Smith, if you ever listen to Bruce speak, he is one of the most proper speaking dudes that you'll hear Mar- speak. Marcellus Wiley said it um, on, I think it was Speak for Yourself where he said, because he played with Bruce Smith yep. in Buffalo Absolutely. too. That, they brought said, him in to replace Bruce. He's all, just so people understand what 200 career sacks means. He's all, don't look at it like he had 10 years of 20 sacks. He had 20 years of 10 sacks, which yeah. is crazy. That is. And, and so he just I said, told you I called him the black rubber band. Like, let me tell you something. And wasn't he in the wrong defense his entire career like wasn't he was he a, a three four i think like somebody was saying that he was dealing with more whether he it was, was in, he was in like a three four defense but he was a defensive i mean he was a dn like i don't know if he was in the wrong defense i mean his ability to understand the game the dimensions of the field as it applied to a defense alignment and an offense alignment where the quarterback would be and what he had to do to get there first off when I say the rubber band, what I'm telling you is is the dude's flexibility and his length was the craziest junk you'd ever see. Like, So once I got out of being a rookie and I got in his good graces, we became a tandem. We became a duo. Like I was there for 200. Like I was a part of 200. And, and, and the things that we would do were all based upon giving Bruce, right? I get my body up to give Bruce the angle and the leverage point that he needed. If he got the leverage point, his body would do this weird contortions in his hands. And by the time you see him, he's wrapped around the dude that's supposed to be blocking him. And once he came out of coiling around the dude, the dude be spun around and Bruce is around him. And that is a honest to God's truth. And what'd you call him? The black rubber band. Why? Because he was flexible as hell and he's dark as hell too. <laughs> Bruce Dark. <laughs> the black rubber band, I called it. It's the truth. Racist. Yeah, it's Thank not you. really. You know, Thank but, you. Yeah, I mean, you could use that if you guys said that, but for me, that's just the truth. Oh, Bruce Smith was man. flexible as all get out, and he did some things that were just truly mind-boggling as to how a man moving the way he was moving, as big as he was, and was able to contort his body the way that he did. Like, there's certain signature things, like, like – uh, Derek, Derek Thomas was able to bend the corner and almost look like he was speed skating, like he'd almost be parallel to the ground. You know, Von Miller is good at that too. There's just some certain guys that have signature ways of, of pass rushing, and Bruce Smith, Bruce Smith was so good with his hands and his arms and his leverage points. It's one of the most amazing things to watch in person, man. Like, in person. And I was there. He broke that record. He got to 200. You know who was there? You go look at the picture. I hope it's in, Hall of F- in the Hall of Fame because that's the only way I'm going to get there. <laughs> I, I am on Bruce Smith's back. I made sure I was in that picture we for get, certain. We cut that, please, Lee? Make sure we got that. I was on there. his back. Yeah. Me and Bruce, we broke <laughs> the record. 
Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. We're going to have the BQ News coming up uh, in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, Quickly, uh, in the NFC South, um, according to uh, Jonathan Jones of CBS, the Panthers have gotten uh, more than, quote, more than one call about uh, potentially trading running back Christian McCaffrey, uh, saying the compensation would have to be a first-round pick and then another piece of compensation as well, too. Uh, And then also Diana Rossini uh, just uh, tweeted this out, that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are currently working on a long-term contract for receiver Chris Godwin. If a deal is not struck between the two sides by 4 p.m. today, expect Tampa to tag him for the second consecutive year. Um, One source said, quote, this could come down to the wire. Coming off an injury? Off an injury in a second year under the tag, I mean, it's the price tag goes up, right? Yeah. It'll be, what, 120% of what he made the year before. So Yeah. So That's that's big. It's good for him because they they think that much of him. He's obviously made that sort of impact. So uh, there it is. We are, LeVar. How about that? Yeah. Chris Godwin, little we are. We are, baby. What's with Penn State receivers? They can't get, uh, you know, get long-term deals done. Allen Robinson, same thing. I mean, what's going on there? He just got injured, man. I mean, he's got to get back, get back healthy. You know, it's, it's bad timing. It's bad time. Did you play with Joe Jervicious? I did. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Jay is the best. He's an Ohio guy, an Ohioan. Yeah. yeah. Chagrin Falls, I think. Super cool dude, man. Super dope dude. So he got a, ta- uh, a Tampa Bay Super Bowl as well. He did. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. Chagrin yeah. Falls. We huh? are. He's like 6'5", 6'6". I, I have no idea. He's a big dude. Yeah. Um, all right, so there it is, uh, and that'll uh, conclude our coverage of uh, him and Curtis Enos were on the same offense. Imagine wow. that. Bears fans had a lot of fun with. Uh, well, I'm sure they Curtis had Enos not enough name. fun with Kurt. Well, you know, just they. If they would have got, hey, words. listen, if most teams got college versions of Penn Staters, they would have been freaking amazing years. No one, I, I don't, I don't know of anyone who's ever gotten the true essence of a Penn State football player in the league. What do you Ma- mean, Navarro? Navarro, right now, Micah. I mean, if you think about it, Kajana, nope. Kurt Enos, nope. <laughs> well, Joe Jervis is. Uh, I mean, like you superstars. Went to, you maybe, went to three like, Pro Bowls. Yeah, but I mean. Compared to what I was supposed to be, nah, Robbie on. Gold. Okay, Robbie Gold. You that? got that. You got that. Yeah. Courtney Brown. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, you know, none of us have really ever been like Christian Hackenberg. Nope. All right. <laughs> Bill O'Brien. Nope. <laughs> Carrie Collins. Nope. Oh come on. <laughs> We're well, offers. That's all right. Let's I mean, back in the day, we got Lenny Moore. You know, we got Franco Harris. Well, we are. Yeah, man. Penn State, baby. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up next, we do have the BQ News. Notre Dame, baby. Uh, it is the Golden uh, the, Domers. We put a bow on this bad boy here on a wild Tuesday edition of yours here on FSR. I would love the gold helmet and jacket. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey, hey, hey. Mike check. check, check, check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one on one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture. 
you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. Pray. Pray for why. <laughs> Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar <laughs> Arrington, Brady Quinn, Whoa. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We will be back on the air same time, same place tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com after we go off the air. Uh, before we get to the BQ news, I uh, do want to let you know that we are brought to you by Indeed. Bracket season is right around the corner for college basketball and our coverage on Fox Sports Radio is powered by Indeed. Hiring heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. News. Turn on the news. Let's go to the news desk. What's the good news? Here's Brady Quinn. Yeah. All right, so we talked earlier just about kind of high gas prices in particular. The state of California, we saw prices get as high as $6.95 a gallon. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So uh, it's obviously tough out there for a lot of people. Well, Wayne Gertis, uh, actually of San Diego, California, he's giving out some tips and advice to all you people as to how to make that uh, gallon of gas go a little bit further. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll tell people this. He is the Guinness Book World Record holder for the longest di- distance traveled on a single tank of gas. Oh, wow. He went 2,254 miles. Now, granted, he wasn't a hybrid. It was a Honda Insight. But the, so he was averaging 164 miles per gallon. Okay, you, you could do the the, the uh, mileage uh, conversion there. How much? How many? How many of a tank he had? But uh, here's what he would tell you. Okay, uh, drive with load, uh, which d- does the basically the same thing as cruise control. So if you can't drive on cruise, try to keep a constant pressure on the accelerator, uh, or or you know continually instead of like pumping it, you want to keep a constant pressure on the accelerator pedal pedal if that makes sense to you yeah, yeah. that helps kind of keep the keeping the, um, the the engine from going through like an interval almost like you're working out on a treadmill uh, you got to love the long glide okay the, the long glide would be if you're ex- exiting a uh, off-ramp you try to just glide you don't want to break you want to like use every bit of that inertia that energy heading onto the, the ramp use it as far as you can go to try to come to a smooth stop all right, how about this? If it's raining, all right, uh, the ridge ride in, in the rain, which basically means there's going to be a smooth edge. Most uh, highways are constructed, so they're going to be on a slant, right, to get any water off the highway. If it is raining, you want to drive closer to the right edge side, or if you're in the far left lane, the left edge side, not so much where there's actually now a puddle being created, which happens sometimes, but close enough on the sides where you get actually the driest portion of it even in a rainstorm like that. Uh, another thing he talks about doing is uh, y- y- you got to get rid of the heavy foot as far as how fast you drive. Wow. Driving closer to the speed limit will actually help you maintain uh, that that t- gallon of gas or that tank of gas as long as humanly possible. So you got to go uh, you got to go around the speed limit. And then the other thing he says is go easy on acceleration. You know when you're picking up from a, a, a stop. 
you obviously want to glide slowly into it. You I'm don't want to use all up all that gas and rev up the engine. Oh and then he talks God. about uh, being a better breaker as well. Uh, you don't want to be as herky-jerky with the braking. You like to kind of glide and not have to use really the brake uh, as much as possible. Because obviously, to then speed up, you have to use more gas. So See, those are some of his tips. I, I always felt like whenever I use cruise control, I suck up more gas. I don't know why. And and it just feels like the car is having to work even harder than w when I'm yeah. on cruise control. Not the case. Jeez. So this whole time I've been doing it wrong. Maybe unless yeah. you're going up a mountain yeah. or something. But on, you know, straight ahead. No, you're good. Yeah, Actually, I, I, he even said in particular on a mountain or on an incline, you'd want to be on cruise. Really? Or have a steady gas pedal. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. I think this guy's full of crap. I think he wants to keep his record. So he's yeah. telling people to do it wrong. Yeah, Screw you, buddy, scumbag. He actually set a world record even with the electric vehicle, too, by the way. Wow. All right. He's yeah. got it figured electric out. Dish. That's too much thinking yeah. for me while I'm driving. Scumbag. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on. Do you guys ever have a hard time going to sleep? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Well, I've got, a, I've got a doctor that's got a little bit of a hack, if you will, as far as how to have, to have you sleep better at night. Um, he, he gives advice by saying you have to uh, activate the vagus nerve, all right? The vagus nerve, and it's not spelled like our favorite city, Las Vegas. Um, but anyway, the vagus nerve, uh, when it's activated, kind of gives us that more of calming sense. How you go about doing that is you take like a cold pack and you put it on your chest to help cool you ha, down ha, ha. for about 15 minutes, and that'll help kind of allow you to kind of fall gently into a, a nice uh, state of sleep. So kind of like what? you're so kind of yeah. like hypothermia. Well, not that so much. Just a cold pack. It's just supposed to help kind of cool you down a little bit, right. uh, putting it over your chest. Yeah, but what if activate you, that vagus? Yeah, what if you fall asleep with that cold pack on your chest? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, unless you're placing it on your skin, which you shouldn't, it warns you not to on the package, knowing something that you would do. Yeah. You'll probably Thank end up you. with a burn. I yeah. definitely put ice on my skin. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even cover that yeah. no more. I mean, but I'm going to try the Vegas nerve. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and another one. Hey, look at my Vegas nerve uh, right here. Yeah, and another one. <laughs> <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.